911, what's the nature of your emergency? Good morning, police, fire, military, and families, and to everybody listening in on the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, and I am joined today with Mr. Brad Mason. Brad, how are you? Good. Doing well, thanks, Ashley. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. We are on completely opposite sides of the country. I'm here in California. You're in Florida. Both very sunny, usually. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about you, but our weather has been super strange here. We had two weeks of crazy heat waves, and then... Um, it was 51 degrees this morning. Yeah, we've had that too. It's uh, summer wants to try to peek its head in. And I, and I even, I saw that there's a tropical storm offshore. So it, it, we're still a few weeks away from hurricane season. I think it's, it should be expected with all the other noise that's happening in the world, in the world right now. So Yeah, <laughs> true story, true story. So you are the head coach of a company called The Give Team. Can you tell us what The Give Team is? Yes, uh, The Give Team, we're the only inner city obstacle course racing team in the country. Uh, based in the Paramore neighborhood of Orlando, Florida. Uh, and not many people know this, but uh, the Paramore neighborhood was once named one of the most dangerous neighborhoods in the country. Hmm. Uh, a uh, neighborhood with high crime, high poverty, uh, and a place where, uh, where many say hope goes to die. Hmm. Uh, so what, uh, what we do, I work with primarily middle school and high school kids, uh, but, uh, but I've started to draw on a couple of, uh, I have a handful of other elementary school kids, uh, that I work with, uh, and we're an extension of a group called new image youth center, which is an after school and summer program serving about 110 kids K through 12. Uh, and really what I do is I reap the benefits of all that work that they put in through the early ages, uh, to then have the boys and the girls who work with us, uh, come do the, the pretty intense things that we end up doing. So, um, uh, it's uh, it's worked out really really well. That's amazing. So, who is a a prime candidate to be able to come and and work with you and be on your team? Yeah, when we do the so we do our workouts uh, on Saturdays and we we participate in obstacle course races throughout the southeast, uh, and we have guest coaches come in and work with us. Uh, and this, this a few weeks ago, one of the guest coaches was commenting about how it was a little bit of an intense workout, and uh, and and said, no, you know, yeah, this isn't for everybody. Uh, and I said, you know, I challenge that. I, it is for everybody, just not everybody wants it. Uh, and so that's really how mm -hmm. we how I approach the kids. It's the, the kids the kids to their credit show up. I, they don't they're not required to do this. And I don't know what you were doing at six thirty in the morning when you were in high school and middle school. But uh, I definitely wasn't getting together with a group of guys on my own and, and uh, you know, pushing myself just to the, you know, just to the other side of throwing up. Um, but um, um, so, yeah, so it's, it's really, you know, it's kids that want to come. And, uh, and, we and it's been really neat to see how we've grown over the last few years. Uh, the younger kids look up to the older kids and see what they're doing. And they see these events that they participate in. They see the, um, the people that they get to meet. Uh, when we go to these events and and the or, and the the things that we do together, uh, and they want to be a part of that, uh, and uh, and that's really what you know, you know we you know we we've been fortunate in that we've had a, a lot of great kids come and join us uh, for for the workouts and for the programs. That's really exciting. I wish that I had something like you when I was that age. That that sounds <laughs> like something to look forward to, especially in this day and age, and in a what sounds like poverty-ridden area like that. Um, good morning, Jim. Good morning, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. So can you just tell us a little bit about your 
your background, Brad, and what led you to even get into the development <laughs> of a team like this? Um, yeah, it's funny. So I, uh, I was a, uh, an athlete as a kid. I, I played football in high school and I played rugby in college uh, and, and stayed active. And, and like a lot of us, I, I, we went through, I went through years just considering myself an athlete. And then I woke up when I was in my early 40s and realized that I thought I was an athlete, but I hadn't been doing athletic things. Um, mm. So I started to get, get to be a little bit more active, try to get into running marathons and all that. And, and, or I should say training for a marathon. I've run three marathons in my life. Um, but uh, I was training for one and I was, I kept having trouble with my Achilles and my son was in the Navy sea cadets and he came home with a postcard uh, that was for an event that next spring that they were going to be volunteering uh, at called battle frog. It's a, an obstacle course race. Uh, and it's here in central Florida. It was going to be here in central Florida. And I commented, I said, you know, that's, that's really cool, Jacob. I, I you know, that, that looks like it'd be really neat. And he, and he said, and I had no intentions of running this. And he said, uh, no, no, dad, no, 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 no. I don't want you doing this. And at the time I was going through rehab on my Achilles. And I said, what, why not? He said, you can't even run regular without getting hurt. So that was the challenge that the unintentional challenge that was thrown down. Um, I was on the board of directors at new image at the time. Uh, and one of the, uh, uh, alumni, uh, who's a sta also a staff member at the center now, uh, is a personal trainer. So I asked Akeem if he wanted to come run with me. Um, so he ran that race with me. Um, I ended up finishing third in my age group. So, uh, finished fairly well. He did very well as well. Uh, and we just were so energized by that. We thought, how can we take what we're doing here and bring it to the center? Um, so that was the beginning of the athletic part of it. Um, the program itself is far more than just the workouts though. Um, uh, I tell the kids, I can help them get almost anything in the world they want. Uh, it just takes four things. Set a goal, make a plan, execute a plan, and overcome challenges. And it's that simple. Uh, but it's not easy. Uh, if it was easy, everybody would be millionaires with six-pack abs. Um, <laughs> so that's what we focus on. And, and, and the workouts are a great metaphor or a great um, proving ground for that. Uh, I, I, I love, you know, every season that each teammate is required to set two goals, a physical goal and an academic goal. The physical goal I love because there's nothing more true, nothing more honest than a physical goal. If you put in the work, you get the results. Um, and then an academic goal only because there's nothing more important right now at their age than to make sure that they're focused on what they need to do at school. Um, so we focus on that program through the workouts uh, and also working together to, to, to maximize your, your effectiveness. So um, we have several mottos. Um, our, our, our namesake motto is the, you know, the give team. We're the give team because our primary motto is no matter how little you have, you always have something to give. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I borrow that from Shante Barton-Stubbs, who is the executive director and founder of New Image Youth Center uh, and who is a, a, an incredible leader and a true inspiration for everybody who, you know, who wants to go engage and, and really make things happen. Um, and that's what she told me when I, when I first met her, that she, um, she made sure that every month that the kids would cook a warm meal and, and serve the, the community mm -hmm. and her, and because her, she felt strongly that no matter how little you have, you always have something to give. So that builds confidence, which is at the, at the cornerstone of building strength. And that's really what we're about with, with the give team, what the, what the new image youth center is all about, um, is not just hope but building strength. And, and by building strength, you know, I say that, that 
um, you know, you, you, if you, if you can be strong, you can, you can accomplish almost anything. Right. So, you know, so how do you go seek that strength? I, you know, we talk about the, the workouts, um, you know, another motto we have is we seek pain because it's the pain we seek that strengthens us, preparing us for the pain that life is inevitably throws our way. So one thing is, is certain you're going to experience pain. We all have challenges. We all have things we have to overcome. So, you know, if you go seek that pain, then that you, you test your comfort zones, then you're more prepared to handle the, the, the challenges that life is definitely going to throw your way. Um, so that's really the, you know, how we started, how the program evolved. Um, and uh, that was back in 2017 that we, we, we in earnest started things. It was 2015 we ran the race, but we ran our first actual obstacle course race in 2017 as a team. So uh, we've had a lot of fun since. Yeah, on your website, it's very apparent. There are these young men on your website, and I'm like, I do not see kids that look like that. <laughs> like they're having so much fun. They're they're clearly incredibly athletic, and you can just see the camaraderie and and the team the the team building that you put forth with them. So, I have a kind of a selfish question, but what are some of the goals that these kids have in mind when they come to you and you ask them? So it's it's very specific to to the teammate. Um, and the physical goal, we try to align with what we try to accomplish during the obstacle course races. So um, a lot of what you need for obstacle course races are grip strength, um, you know, ability to do pull-ups, ability to pull your body up over walls, um, climb ropes, that kind of thing. So a lot of times you'll see somebody wanting to do a certain number of pull-ups. So we'll gauge that to say, okay, is that really, you know, I want to do 30 pull-ups. Well, okay, if you can only do two now, during, during, you know, getting to the point of 30 by the time the season's over is going to either take Herculean effort uh, or it's just maybe not quite reasonable. So let's gauge that. Um, and, uh, and then for school, a lot of times it'll be a, a something specific to a class uh, or something specific to their overall grades, nothing lower than a B, nothing lower than an A for some mm. kids, um, you know, and some kids, nothing lower than a C. Uh, and then we track that. We track that during the season. We check in uh, during the workouts during the week. Um, and it's, it's the, during the season, the season runs spring and fall to line up with the, the semesters of school. Um, and at the end of every season, so this is how it started. Uh, the idea was at the end of every season, we would run an obstacle course race. Uh, what's happened is um, a lot of these OCRs want us to come. And so we get, you know, we're, we find a way to make it happen. Even when we get the registrations donated, um, it's not, it's not free. We still mm -hmm. need to, you know, we need to run a van. We need to mm -hmm. you know, find a place to stay, but that's part of the adventure. And uh, so we end up, it's been about three to four races a season that we end up running, which, uh, which, and we run it as a team. So another motto we have is life is a team sport draft accordingly. Um, so, you know, there's a, no, there's a proverb that says that, you know, if you want to go fast, go alone, if you want to go far, go together. And we all know that if we work together, we're going to, we're going to be a lot more effective. Um, so look at your team and find out who is on your team. How can you leverage the, those on your team to be sounding boards or to get feedback from them to make sure that the path you're on is the right one. And then conversely, if there's somebody on your team that's not helping you get where you want to go, you got to find a place for them. Um, if that team member is in your family, you can't kick them off, but you got to find a spot for them um, and realize that, that you can't lean on them or rely on them for the things that are going to help you get where you want to go. Conversely, go find people who are doing things that you want to do and learn from them. Um, I mentioned we, we have guest coaches come in, and that's the one thing that I love is that you know, we try, then this is a new image youth center thing as well. We try to give the kids experiences by either taking them outside of the community, 
um, to see things that are outside of the immediate, their immediate surroundings or bring people in to mm. help influence, you know, their, their thinking and give them, give them something to shoot for that may be outside of what they're, what they're seeing every day. Um, and, um, and, and that's a big help for them to see, you know, Hey, I met, you know, you know, Mr. Jones came in and coached us and he was a lawyer. Maybe I'll go talk to him uh, or, or Steve-O, Steve-O, Steve-O Michelle is a good example. He grew up in Paramore, went and played college football at Colorado State, came back and he's now a fireman in the community. So he's come and helped us uh, as a guest coach. So he's a great guy to, to, you know, to really talk to them about, talk to the kids about the things that they experience every day as well. So, That's so, so yeah, cool. it's, a, it's exciting. It's a, and it's pretty neat. It's, a, it's cool to see the people that we've been able to meet along the way. So, yeah, I, I love that you're creating this ripple effect that's so widespread within your own team, but that you're also implementing so much diversity by pulling in so many other people that everybody can learn from. So everybody is commenting this morning. Let's read what they have to say. I love that goal. Put in the work, get the results. Absolutely. Being a professional field hockey player in the past 30 years and youth coach, it is never easy to teach or even work with young people today and to get them away from technology. How do you how do you rectify that, Brad? <laughs> That's a great question. Um, it's omnipresent and it's always going to be there. Um, we uh, a, a few of the guys that we have on the team are are alumni of the center, so they're in their early twenties, and so um, uh, I joke with them because they're they're very uh, tech techno savvy uh, and uh, everything's for the camera, so. Um, so we joke about that, but when we have breakfast, so after, after workouts, um, ideally I like to, after we break, I break them down. I like to go get breakfast to help build them back up. But at breakfast, everybody puts the phone down and it's, everybody's engaged at, at breakfast, uh, at the breakfast. Um, but during the workouts, I mean, the, the work does the work, uh, during the workouts. So, you know, we, we put, we put it in and everybody knows. So what, what we'll end up doing we do a warm up called the Give Team 15, and it's that's out on the website. I, I can provide the link for this, but it's a series of 15 exercises over 15 minutes, 45 seconds on, 15 seconds off, um, and we use that to warm up with. And then we'll typically go out and do some kind of endurance training uh, that involves carrying heavy things. Um, we have a um, a cinder block that was given to us by uh, by Earl Granville, uh, and Earl was a sole survivor of a roadside bomb in Afghanistan. Uh, in 2000 and I think 2008, 2009. Uh, and it took, took two of his buddies and, and his leg. Uh, and, uh, so he came back, uh, to the States and recovered and was just grateful, happy to be alive. Um, and two years after that is when he had the, the rough spot in his recovery, which is when his twin brother committed suicide. Um, so he gave us Cindy, the cinder block to run a race with, um, our first Spartan race, um, and, and so we've kept Cindy, Cindy's a cinder block, half a cinder block with, uh, with chains wrapped around it. It's about 35 pounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we carry Cindy to run with and Cindy represents, and this, this is Earl's story, not ours, but we borrow it. Cindy represents the burden that we all carry every day. Cause we all carry some kind of burden and know that at some point that burden is going to get too heavy. And once it, when it gets to be too heavy, then we rely on our teammates and let them help carry that burden. Uh, we also have about a 75 pound log that we call Roger, um, that we carry and Roger represents the true brutality of that burden, right? That burden can break Mm -hmm. you if you let it. Um, so you carry that and you can see that burden as either something that will break you, uh, or a source of strength. You get to, you get to make that choice. Uh, and again, rely on your teammates to help you carry that because nobody's going to carry Roger the whole way for a a 10 mile, 
a 10 mile jog. So, yeah. um, so anyways, th 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 we got way off track on the technology, but when we're doing that, there really isn't a whole lot of room for, uh, for the technology. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. for sure. That, that's but but really at the great. same time we use it, we use that to communicate too. So, you know, I, we have a, an app called band that we've downloaded. So we use that to communicate, but also there's, it was up last night. I, I mentioned before we got on, on air here, uh, tough time sleeping. I ended up waking up at about one thirty and, uh, was, uh, messaging back and forth with one of the guys about you have this ongoing debate about you know Jordan versus LeBron. Um, so we use it to to keep in touch as well. <laughs> yeah, when appropriate. That's that's cool. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Um, you are so right about that. Absolutely. Um, doing great work, brother. I love what you're doing for these kids. Absolutely. This is Thank very you. true. I don't personally have children, but. I see my girlfriend and my niece. I'm with you, Jim. I don't have children either, but I mean, I was a child at one point in time, and I think that I still am to a certain effect, and I can see how beneficial this is for sure. Not only for kids, a lot of what, Brad, what you've shared is it's super beneficial even into your adult life, and that's the whole purpose is molding the these children. Point. So, yep, yep. So, yeah, so I have, we had two guys graduate last year, um, and one went to uh, Florida AM, the other one's a, a freshman at Morehouse College. Um, and I told them both um, as I was sending them off that that if they look at this as being the end of what we do with the give team, then I failed because mm -hmm. what we're doing. And, and to be honest, a lot of this stuff that I've come up with for this, these are things that that I've picked up. I do the same thing these guys do. Right. I do the same workouts. Right. I, I you know, and I test them. Right. So, you know, you're going to let a 50 year old guy beat you or are you going to step up and finish this thing? Um, you know, and, and, and I also set the same goals, right? Some, you know, so, I, so for those who, are, I didn't mention this, for those who are not students, um, the, those who are, who are graduates, uh, you set a physical goal and then a financial goal, right? So not an academic goal. Um, so we share very openly, you know, what the challenge, excuse me, what the challenges are along the way, um, for, you know, as you deal with those things, you know, it's not the, it's not, it's, it's not the goal setting people have a problem with, although sometimes, um, it's not making the plan people have a big problem with, and it's really in the execution of the plan or overcoming challenges. They hit that first challenge and all of a sudden they lose the momentum um, and, you know, then it goes to nothing. Yeah. I, I tell my clients that all the time. Accountability is where the magic happens for yep. sure. Um, so what I use is my ability and skill challenge to beat, to beat me in some moves if if they can't, that will be their challenge to work hard. And in the end goal will be to try to beat me on the one-on-one challenge. Motivation plays a big part in this mm -hmm. role. And I think, and push hard to reach with your goal with them. Absolutely. Um, yeah. How do you, how do you focus on their strengths while strengthening their weaknesses? Um, well, everybody, um, we focus on that on the goals, right? So uh, we want to really hone in on where, and I, and I make a point of calling that out. Um, Smith, for example, Smith is a sophomore, uh, and, uh, he started with us uh, about a year and a half ago and he's very slight. He was very slight when he started and had a really tough time with some of the heavy stuff. So I had to really be careful and watch him to make sure he didn't carry, he wanted to carry it. I wanted to make sure he didn't carry it too much. Um, and, uh, and he always smiles and, and I tell the guys, I said, you know, the, the one thing you control, right? There's a lot of stuff you don't control, but the one thing you do control is the energy you bring. So be mindful of that. So we talk about that a lot, how you manage that energy and, and 
making that your strength. So energy starts at the physical level. So if you need to make sure you got, you're getting sleep, nutrition, and movement, that you've got to balance those things to make sure that you're most engaged physically. Uh, and, and so on the strength side, some of the guys are very, very good at showing up, right? At, at being there on time. Other guys are not so good. So we, you know, and that's a, that's a challenge. How do we get them? How do I get them motivated to come in and, and, and engage? And that's it. That's unique to every child, right? It's unique to each of us. I mean, what's going what's gonna to engage us? What's going to get us excited? What's going to get us fired up? What's going to get me up and out of the bed at four o'clock in the morning? Um, and, and then I got to dial into that. You know, I, I have a, a saying with the guys that, that a lot of times, you know, success doesn't happen from hitting snooze. And so we'll go through, we'll have these stretches of where we'll focus on one thing. Um, and, uh, and one of the things that we you know, we had here a couple weeks ago was, um, you know, no snooze button, right? So the, the saying was feet on the floor, ass out the door. So put your feet on the floor and then go, don't think, just get out the door and walk. Just, you know, get your shorts on, get your shirt on, go walk. And then do that for, if you can, 30 minutes. Now that kids aren't going to school, there's a little bit of freedom in, in, in what their calendars will allow. Um, so, um, so those are the kinds of things that we'll do to help the kids find their strength. Because let's, let's be honest, when you're, when you're a teenage kid, you don't know what your strengths are, right? You're trying to feel it out. You know, you have, like we all do, you have that battle between that voice that wants to conquer the world and the one that wants to curl up under the bed in the fetal position and suck your thumb. Um, and, and the idea is to help them see, kind of show, show them a mirror and say, Hey, this is what you're doing. You're doing it well. And it's helping call that out. Um, so that's, you know, how I try to help them see where their strengths are. Um, so they can lean on that. Uh, and then they can, they can build on that at the same time, be aware where they need to work. Right. That you know, let's be honest, right. Teenage kids getting up, getting up is a challenge. Right. So, uh, uh, you know, in the morning when we do six o'clock in the morning, you know, if you tell me the night before that you're going to be there and you're not there, then we have what we call ding dong wake up calls. So <laughs> we'll <get> you. <laughs> um, wow. Wouldn't want one of those then. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I wish they wouldn't happen as often as they do. <laughs> oh no. I bet it's probably increased now with all the kids out of school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool, Brad. I love what you're doing and I love the way that you're adding value and giving back and just creating such a mission and something for our youth to be a part of. I think it's so important and I definitely commend you and thank you for what you're doing. Well, thank you. And I want to thank your audience. And it's something I didn't really call out is that one of the, as we look for guest coaches, um, an area that I focus on to try to find coaches, guest coaches, uh, is the first responder community. Uh, my thinking is who better to build a stronger community and a stronger team than the strongest within the community. Um, so we, we do a lot of work with Operation Enduring Warrior, uh, with Task Force Sentinel. So the races that we run, we run with them uh, as a part of their team. Um, we also, uh, a year ago, actually almost exactly a year ago, we, we did uh, Ruck for Blue, uh, where we would ruck. It's a half mile from the center to uh, Orlando Police Department. So we would ruck there, we would do 30 burpees, and then we would ruck back, switch the weight up, go back and do it again. And we do that five times. Hmm. Um, so it was 150 burpees, uh, one burpee for every officer who lost their life due to uh, something that, that happened in the line of duty. Uh, we added on eight at the end because we learned at the, at the end that it was actually 158. Hmm. So we did that to, to show a sense of community. You know, there's a lot of noise out there around the relationship between poverty-stricken communities, law enforcement. We wanted to try to break that and engage as human beings because at the end of the day, we're all human. 
right? So how can we work with each other? Again, build that team to build a stronger community. Yeah, yeah, that, that touches my heart. Eric says, protect Brad at all costs, <laughs> for sure. So Brad, if someone wants to learn more information about your program or even just ask you a few questions about their, their own athletic journey, how can they get a hold of you? Instagram is the is the way that most people engage with us. Uh, we're the Give Team uh, at the Give Team on Instagram. We also have a Facebook uh, page, uh, the Give Team, um, and then our uh, our website is GiveTeam.net. So it's not .com. It's GiveTeam.net. Um, so those are the three best ways uh, to to reach out. Um, and uh, and we've met a lot of people, engage with a lot of people. My my goal is the program is there is a curriculum. And so if there's anybody out there in another part of the country that has an interest, uh, just let me know. Uh, Cause I'd love to share what we do and have somebody else put their voice and their stamp in their own community uh, on what, uh, on what we started. So. That's exciting. So cool, Brad. Thank you so much for sharing time with us this morning and I will link Thank all you. of all of your handles and then your website down below. And then I'm going to ask you to do one favor. And if you could drop that link for the, the 15 that we had talked about for the yes. workout in the comments, mm -hmm. I think a lot of people, Oh, thank you, Clint. <laughs> Clint just linked everything for you. I think a lot okay. of people would benefit from that. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. Wonderful. Thanks, Ashley. Appreciate the opportunity. Thanks a lot. All right. Take care. Bye.